Today in Business from Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy to use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60 day trial at shipstation.com slash tech news. That's shipstation.com slash tech news. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Google DeepMind's Demis Hassabis says Gemini is a new breed of AI. Google's new AI model Gemini launched inside the Bard chatbot. It could go on to advance robotics and other projects, says Demis Hassabis the AI executive leading the project, by Will Knight. Demis Hassabis has never been shy about proclaiming big leaps in artificial intelligence. Most notably, he became famous in 2016 after a bot called AlphaGo taught itself to play the complex and subtle board game Go with superhuman skill and ingenuity. Hassabis says his team at Google has made a bigger step forward for him, the company, and hopefully the wider field of AI, Gemini, the AI model announced by Google, he says, opens up an untrodden path in AI that could lead to major new breakthroughs. As a neuroscientist as well as a computer scientist, I've wanted for years to try and create a kind of new generation of AI models that are inspired by the way we interact and understand the world through all our senses, Hassabas told Wired ahead of the announcement. Gemini is a big step toward that kind of model, he says. Google describes Gemini as multimodal because it can process information in the form of text, audio, images, and video. An initial version of Gemini will be available through Google's chatbot Bard. The company says the most powerful version of the model, Gemini Ultra, will be released next year and outperforms GPT-4, the model behind ChatGPT, on several common benchmarks. Videos released by Google show Gemini solving tasks that involve complex reasoning, and also examples of the model combining information from text, images, audio, and video. Until now, most models have sort of approximated multimodality by training separate modules and then stitching them together, Hassabis says, in what appeared to be a veiled reference to OpenAI's technology. That's okay for some tasks, but you can't have this sort of deep, complex reasoning in multimodal space. OpenAI launched an upgrade to ChatGPT in September that gave the chatbot the ability to take images and audio as input in addition to text. OpenAI has not disclosed technical details about how GPT-4 does this or the technical bias of its multimodal capabilities. Google has developed and launched Gemini with striking speed compared to previous AI projects at the company, driven by recent concern about the threat that developments from OpenAI and others could pose to Google's future. At the end of 2022, Google was seen as the AI leader among large tech companies, with ranks of AI researchers making major contributions to the field. CEO Sundar Pichai had declared his strategy for the company as being AI first, 
and Google had successfully added AI to many of its products, from search to smartphones. Soon after ChatGPT was launched by OpenAI, a quirky startup with fewer than 800 staff, Google was no longer seen as first in AI. ChatGPT's ability to answer all manner of questions with cleverness that could seem superhuman raised the prospect of Google's prized search engine being unseated, especially when Microsoft, an investor in OpenAI, pushed the underlying technology into its own Bing search engine. Stunned into action, Google hustled to launch BARD, a competitor to ChatGPT, revamped its search engine, and rushed out a new model, Palm 2, to compete with the one behind ChatGPT. Hasabis was promoted from leading the London-based AI lab created when Google acquired his startup DeepMind to heading a new AI division combining that team with Google's primary AI research group, Google Brain. In May, at Google's developer conference, I.O., Pichai announced that it was training a new, more powerful successor to Palm called Gemini. He didn't say so at the time, but the project was named to mark the twinning of Google's two major AI labs, and in a nod to NASA's Project Gemini, which paved the way to the Apollo moon landings. Some seven months later, Gemini is finally here. Hasabis says the new model's ability to handle different forms of data including and beyond text was a key part of the project's vision from the outset. Being able to draw on data in different formats is seen by many AI researchers as a key capability of natural intelligence that has largely been lacking from machines. The large language models behind systems like ChatGPT get their flexibility and power from being built on algorithms that learn from enormous volumes of text data sourced from the web and elsewhere. They can answer questions and spit out poems and striking literary pastiches by replaying and remixing patterns learned from that training data, while also sometimes throwing in hallucinated facts. But although ChatGPT and similar chatbots can use the same trick to discuss or answer questions about the physical world, this apparent understanding can quickly unravel. Many AI experts believe that for machine intelligence to advance significantly will require systems that have some form of grounding in physical reality, perhaps from combining a language model with software that can also see, hear, and perhaps even touch. Hasabas says Google DeepMind is already looking into how Gemini might be combined with robotics to physically interact with the world. To become truly multimodal, you'll want to include touch and tactile feedback, he says. There's a lot of promise with applying these sort of foundation-type models to robotics, and we're exploring that heavily. Google has already taken baby steps in this direction. In May 2022, the company announced an AI model called Gato, capable of learning to do a wide range of tasks, including playing Atari games, captioning images, and using a robotic arm to stack blocks. This July, Google showed off a project called RT2 that involved using language models to help robots understand and perform actions. Hasabis says models that are better able to reason about visual information should also be more useful as software agents, or bots that try to get things done using a computer and the internet in a similar way to a person. OpenAI and others are already trying to adapt ChatGPT and similar systems into a new generation of far more capable and useful virtual assistants, but they are currently unreliable. For AI agents to work dependently, the algorithms powering them need to be a lot smarter. OpenAI is working on a project dubbed QSTAR that is designed to improve the reasoning abilities of AI models, perhaps using reinforcement learning, the technique at the heart of AlphaGo. 
Hassabis says his company is doing research along similar lines. We have some of the world's best reinforcement learning experts who invented some of this stuff, he says. Advances from AlphaGo are hoped to help improve planning and reasoning in future models like the one recently launched. We've got some interesting innovations we're working on to bring to future versions of Gemini. You'll see a lot of rapid advancements next year. With Google, OpenAI, and other tech giants racing to speed up the pace of their AI research and deployments, debates about the risks that current and future models could bring have grown louder, including among heads of state. Hassabis was involved with an initiative launched by the UK government early this year that led to a declaration warning about the potential dangers of AI and calling for further research and discussion. Tensions around the pace at which OpenAI was commercializing its AI appear to have played a role in a recent boardroom drama that saw CEO Sam Altman briefly deposed. Hassabis says that well before Google acquired DeepMind in 2014, he and his co-founders Shane Legg and Mustafa Suleiman were already discussing ways to research and mitigate possible risks. We've got some of the best minds in the world looking for bias, toxicity, but other kinds of safety as well, he says. Even as Google launches the initial version of Gemini, work on safety testing the most powerful version, Ultra, due for launch next year, is still underway. We're sort of finalizing those checks and balances, safety and responsibility tests, Hassabis says. Then we'll release early next year. Thanks for listening to Wired. My name is Zeke Robison, and for more stories just like this one, visit us at Wired.com. Like what you learned? Subscribe everywhere you listen to podcasts and get more business news at Wired.com business. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.